sometimes are wormholes. Yeah. Welcome to Phoenix Fan Fusion. The finest starship this side of the Twin Star Galaxy. We are about to provide for you the best entertainment one can find anywhere in space. Ready to test sound effects a little bit? Hello everyone, and welcome to this special edition of the Never Rad Miscellany. Today we are welcoming all of you as new miscellanists in person. Now what is a miscellanist, you ask, telepathically? We comb the many universes looking for the greatest stories known to any living and or sapient being, and we compile them in the annals of our miscellany archives. Some of the stories we choose to share. Some of those stories we choose to only share with people we like. Some of those stories we only share with Daryl because he can take it. Some of the stories we archive and never look at again. Some of the stories we can never, ever, ever forget. And perhaps we should not. This is an exciting time as we are able to educate and propagandize directly to you in Meat Space. We are so excited to share with you all of the opportunities that come with being a miscellanist. And we'll even have the opportunity to share with you some of the high quality media you'll be working with in the near future. At any point, you can come up, uh, oh, I didn't have the, I don't have the sign up sheets. That's all right. <laughs> you can give me your email address after the show. <laughs> it's in my backpack somewhere, anyway. Now, before we can begin, we need to start with what we call audience calibration. This is an incredibly important step. You see, all of you could be coming in here with whatever kind of energy from whatever the fuck is going on in your lives here at the con. We're late into day one, so your friendships should not have been tried too dramatically, but there's always the chance that you missed the opportunity to talk to Kate Mulgrew, or you didn't buy that thing you wanted, thinking you would have time to get it later, but instead it's sold out and now you're sad. We can summarize these feelings with the highly technical term, whack-ass energy. <laughs> and we don't need any of that. So audience, new miscellaneous friends, please assist me in doing some audience calibration. Calibration test one. They have just announced that your very favorite celebrity has not decided to come to the event after all. Calibration test two, that thing you thought sold out is actually not sold out and you are in line just at the right time to get one. <laughs> Calibration test three, you've just seen the most horrifying thing in your entire life. <laughs> Calibration test four, you've just heard the funniest joke in your entire life. And calibration test five, you're about to see live and in person the greatest podcast known to the universe, The Never Rad Miscellany. <laughs> I wrote the script as though you were going to heckle me. <laughs> we'll work on that. <laughs> 
I see we have some trust left to earn. Well, let's go ahead and get things started. <laughs> happen at any time or any place to anyone you've got to be kidding me and if you're not prepared you may find yourself handling the fallout all on your own grief anger confusion it can be too much to deal with I can't believe this. you protect your home you protect your vehicle you protect your Dyson sphere in some backwater worlds you even have to protect your health but now there's something new. Protection for what matters most. <laughs> Introducing Series Finale Insurance. So, so those nine years of character development were, what, meaningless? If you're between the ages of 18 and 80, regardless of your health, you're eligible for comprehensive Series Finale coverage from Amigo Insurance. Coverage that can protect you and your loved ones when your favorite show says goodbye. What do you mean canceled? How am I supposed to know what happens? Life is complicated. It can be hard to keep focused on what really matters, especially when you never know what might be coming around the corner. But with series finale protection from Amigo, you can be certain that when something goes wrong, you have someone to rely on. Wait, so he's just dead? What the beer battered fuck? Damn time travel? When you're covered through one of our policies, you aren't just getting insurance, you're getting peace of mind. You don't need to worry about whether you and your loved ones will be taken care of. From rushed resolutions to awkward anticlimaxes, we've seen it all. When you're blindsided by betrayal from something you used to love, you need coverage that won't let you down. Character assassination? You're covered. Loose ends? You're covered. Unsatisfying denouement, you're covered. You're even covered in the event of an unresolved cliffhanger. God damn it! Don't let network executives, writers, producers, showrunners, or Joss Whedon destroy everything you care about. Next time I see one of you fuckers on a Q&A panel, you better believe I'm gonna have one hell more of a comment than a question. <laughs> Protect yourself. Protect your stories. So, she was dead. The whole time? It was a dream? A fucking clip show! Super hell! And you can bundle coverage to include cinematic and extended universes, comic runs, and novel series. You're covered in the event any series ends before its time, or if it continues to expand and expand until it's nothing more than a metaphorical bloated corpse. <laughs> They're rebooting it! I can't! It... It hurts more every time. It just keeps getting worse. It comes back wrong. Not on our watch. Our agents are dedicated to finding the customized coverage that's right for you. Don't leave yourself unprepared when the worst happens. That was perfunctory. It was so boring, I can't even be mad. Bran, that's your secret ingredient for muffins? Series finale coverage from Amigo Insurance. That's Amigo with a G and an O.
Our mascot's a lizard. Starship Fan Fusion Phoenix AZ. Your years in the hot desert sun have made you tough, battle-hardened, unafraid to look a challenge in its boiling red eye and say, you won't eat me today, you sharp tooth son of a bitch. The fine people of the Twin Star Alliance have a similar mindset, which makes them extraordinary warriors and a true testament to the strength of their galaxy. Only the best can personally deliver pain to the horror of the cosmos. I've also heard you're really into spice. Is that true? You know what? Doesn't matter. We accept all types in the TSA. Now, I know what you're thinking. Captain Falstaff, this sounds too good to be true. There's got to be something you're not telling us about. And you know what? You're right! By joining the Twin Star Alliance, besides getting the opportunity to die a hero, you will receive a generous benefits package. This includes life insurance, partial and universe student loan reimbursement, and our newest addition and my personal favorite, a free supply of Madeline Moostar's Ultra Lactose Ice Cream, the official treat of the Twin Star Alliance. Nothing turns Orgothrex's lactose-sensitive stomach like soldiers full of Madeline. Now, before y'all get too slap-happy, I want to make something clear. 
these benefits kick in 90 days after you graduate boot camp. If under any unfortunate circumstance you cannot sign off on your benefits on day 90, you will not receive your benefits. No dessert for deserters, if you know what I mean. If you're a lucky ducky like me who already has life insurance and no debt to speak of, we also have koozies for your adult beverages, lanyards, and a t-shirt. Mind you, our printing company was devoured before the whole batch was finished, so I do mean a t-shirt. You're gonna have to share. With all that being said, I will remind you that with your sacrifice, you will personally aid us in overthrowing the tyrant Orgothrek alongside your siblings-at-arms. And hey, if you're lucky, you can get out there and kick Orgothrek and his nasty gizzard no later than 30 days after you enroll. If all of that isn't enough to get you to sign up, well, why don't we let bad boy country stars Sarth Wormholes change your mind? Hello, I'm Zarth Wormholes. And I'm going to need y'all to help me out with this next one. In the fight against Orgothrek, we have to be tough. We have to be savage. We have to kick ass. So when I say, hey baby, kick ass, I need you to say kick ass as loud as you can. Let's just practice that one time, all right? Hey baby, kick ass! Kick ass! I think I can do better than that. Ready? Hey, baby, kick ass! Kick ass! All right. Well, some people love God, some love science. I love freedom and the twin star alliance. And I ain't afraid to say that I hate Ogilvy. From the Taupe Star in the North to the Mope Star in the South Gonna punch Ogletrek in his big fat mouth Gonna punch Ogletrek in his big fat stupid mouth This one's for all my die-hard twin star ass-kicking people Eating Rocky Road kicking ass-fighting evil Here goes, hey baby, kick ass Baby, kick ass. Kick ass. We're all gonna kick some ass from Twin Star. Will the Alliance protect, but also attack? We ain't gonna be another glob dang snack. When we go down, we're gonna take down Ogletree. Well, it may be big. Maybe scary, but we've got the high ground and we've got the dairy, so get to work and let's hurt that stupid jerk. This one's for all my die-hard twin star ass-kicking people, eating Rocky Road, kicking ass-fighting evil. Hey, baby, kick ass. Kick ass! Come on and kick ass. Gonna kick some ass for a twin star. Well, hey baby, have a cold one on me. Let's defeat the old one and be free. 
ice cream Gonna make that evil guy scream We're gonna do this one more time And you know just what to do it goes Hey baby, kick ass Time to kick ass. Kick ass! Oh, we're gonna kick some ass for Twin Star. Where's my check? QC Edge Test, where are you, my faithful android? Right in front of you, Space Lord, Salamander. Beneath the cloak. Why can I not see you? It is an adaptive camouflage nano-weave, sir. An invisibility cloak. Why in Hades blazes are you wearing an invisibility cloak? I donned it at your command, Space Lord. Last night at the club. Would you like me to take it off? I do not remember going to the club. You were rather intoxicated, sir. I believe 46 whiskey plasmas is your personal record. Be careful not to trip over the... Ow! ...intravenous hydration tubing. I suggest you rest for a moment to, to regain your bearings. May I remove the cloak now, sir? 46 whiskey plasmas, eh? A rather impressive feat of drinksmanship. I wager the other club-goers were dazzled by my fortitude, eh? Regretfully, sir, they were unaware of your libationary achievement. The invisibility cloak concealed your activities. Shall I extract myself and move it to the storage? The fog clears. I remember wondering why everyone was ignoring me. I assumed they were intimidated by my good looks, or perhaps it was you dragging me down with your dour digital decrepitation. Yes, I enshrouded you in that magical mantle to prevent you from murdering my vibe. That is what you said last night, sir, albeit with less coherent vituperation. Now, with your permission, may I please disentangle myself from the- I recall a sense of freedom, unencumbered, uninhibited, unrelenting gyration. I danced like no one was watching, but everyone was. Some even pulled out their holophones to capture my leg-shaking, rug-shredding, light-fantastic trippery. And then I was thrown out defenestrated, flung into the street like a ship's load of ordure from an overfilled chamber pot. Are the green eyes of jealousy so rageful that its hulking arms should smash me through a transom? Were they overserved on haterade? I believe you were ousted for legal reasons, Space Lord. Is it a crime to be fabulous? I do not believe so, sir, but indecent exposure is. Fortunately, the club owners declined to prosecute, provided you never return to that solar system. Exposure? I mean, any press is good press, right? And frankly, those dance moves were better than decent. It was not the dancing, Space Lord, but your attire, or rather lack thereof. When you dressed for the club, you elected to, in your words, proceed special forces. What? Embark ghost protocols. Huh? Go commando. Spit it out, you ruddy riddler. I have no patience for abstrusity. You were nude, sir, beneath the cloak, in the buff, as they say, stark naked. That does not sound like me. Not once have I gone unclad in public. My fits are fire. If you say so, Space Lord. Check your attitude, Edge Test, you truculent tin whistle. 
Seems I may need to burnish my reputation amongst the Spacerati. Get me tickets to the thing. Right away, sir. To which thing do you refer? The thing, the cool thing they do every spring in downtown space, where people celebrate their favorite hollow movies. They dress up, meet the actors. Sometimes there's a contest or speaker or something. Hurry up, wait, have you already gone? I say, what celerity? I am still here, sir. The invisibility cloak. Right. Fix me a drink, then secure the tickets, then print me a tuxedo. I am off to meditate in the archery rink. Pip, pip. Be careful, sir. I am still standing Whoa! in front of you. You will be in front of a firing squad if you trip me again. Understood, Space Lord. May I now remove the invisibility cloak? Of course you may, you flipping dipstick. You should have asked sooner. Indeed, sir. <laughs> We have arrived at the event, sir. Spiffing, where is the red carpet? I do not follow, sir. Is that the name of a superhero? A super what? No, the red carpet, the glitzy, glamorous gauntlet of stars and designer threads, hounded by flashing hollow cameras, entertainment newsborgs, and the robotarazzi. I see none of that here. Oh dear. It seems I misinterpreted your request for event tickets, sir. If you wish to attend the award ceremony of the Space Academy of Holographic Arts and Sciences, I purchased the wrong pass. Are you telling me this is not the Spacers? I am, Space Lord. My utmost apologies. No worries, QC. The award shows are getting too violent anyway. I say, I feel a bit peckish, and it may be prudent to build a prandial foundation for the tower of cocktails I plan to consume. A wise choice, sir. Indeed, I never drink before lunch. You are currently drinking a Galactic Imperium Stout, sir. <clears throat> Sure, but it's only 16%, plus beer before liquor and all that. I have to start somewhere. Why not here? You drank a handle of Shuttle Bay rum in the limousine, sir. As a liniment, it helps with motion sickness. And the table keg of shandies at breakfast, sir? Hair of the thylacine and to wash down your overcooked eggs cumberbatch. Is there a point to this edge test, or are you just being a tit? I am assessing the severity of your alcohol qualifications for the cloned liver of the month subscription, sir. And? Top tier, Space Lord. Fuck yeah! I am straight killing it! Very true, sir. I believe I have found a place to luncheon. It is called the Most Easily Cantina. According to Yeld reviews, you will never find... Pardon. You will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy! <laughs> Try the carne asada fries! Four and a half red dwarf stars! Do they serve cocktails? <laughs> a user named Stick and Shorty Blazed 420 Poop Emoji 6969 described their 3.8 liter blended carbon Kiwi Kiwano Skinny Stargarita as https colon forward slash forward slash www.thebomb.com. Well, that sounds pretty good. Forward slash WP content forward slash a little overpriced dot ATHTML. Okay, I, I get it. Let's go. Welcome to the most decent cantina. Can I take your order? How is the power burger? I see it comes with responsibility fries. They're great. Splendid, I shall have one of those. 
Uh, Spike's Hard Ranch for dipping, a double stargarita, and some alkaline water for my battery bro here. I do not require alkaline water, sir. I am powered by a frisson reactor. You mean a fission reactor? Do not get him started. The Panzer Corporation's cutting-edge frisson drive system provides a near-endless supply of power thanks to a synthetic, sympathetic, perma-nervous amygdaloid core. With the Panzer Corporation, you can buy a thrill. Patent pending. I could turn the ads off, but I refuse to pay the monthly fee. I thought... I thought androids couldn't feel that sort of thing. Don't worry about it. Wait. Why is my comm transceiver implant showing an ad for Freeson drives? Don't worry about it. Um, okay. I, uh, I'll be right back with your Stargarita. What ho, fair tavern goers! We have arrived on a quest! for fried foods and carbonated drink. Huzzah! What is happening, QC? Are, are those time travelers? Their garb says medieval adventurers, but their spectacles suggest indoor kids. They are, they are cosplayers, sir. They dress as characters from their favorite fandom. Fandoms are certainly important. I always keep one in my wallet, but I would not wear a fandom all day. No, sir. A fandom is a collective of beings focused on the enjoyment of a particular series of holofilms, shows, or games. I see. When I was very young, I was deeply enamored with one holovision show, The Plaid Pimpernel. Every week, I raced down the vacuum tube in my houndstooth footy pajamas, donned my genuine Plaid Pimpernel eye mask, and sat close to the hollow emitter so I could see every moment of the dashing hero as they foiled the plans of the dastardly collective bargaining force. The Plaid Pimpernel was my idol. By night, they were a master of the laser sword, a quick-witted disguise and escape artist. By day, a vain, bumbling, overprivileged swill bowl. I longed to be just like them. I would say you are halfway there, Space Lord. Thank you, QC. But there comes a time when one must put away childish things. A grown gentleman of space concerns himself with mature topics of import. He retains an air of quiet dignity, always remaining calm, composed, and... Oh my glob, it's them, QC! Look, it's really them, the plaid pimpernel, here in the flesh. I knew they were real. I'm peeing. I'm literally peeing right now. Are you seeing this, QC? I have to say something. What do I say? How do I look? Should I put on a fandom? That is a cosplayer, sir. Their top hat is cardboard, and their laser sword is made from p packing foam and papier-mâché. Why do they not just print a perfect costume replica? Many cosplayers do, sir. However, the handcrafting of creatively upcycled costumes is a proud cosplay tradition. I can respect that. I myself am a skilled crafts gentleman, always making what I need by hand from whatever resources abound. A real DIY guy, you know? Now go print a cosplay for me. Not to brag, but I need an extra-large fandom. You, you keep using that word. I do not think it means what you... I mean, right away, sir. What character would you like to portray? The most popular at the time is Dead Puddle. I like their sense of humor. The mask is awful, though. It would be a crime to deprive the crowd of my beautiful visage. Fjord, god of cloudbursts? God is good, but I am not into capes anymore. Ah, yes. The electric unic unicycle incident. What about the goofer? The one who wears a three-piece suit, not the one with the asinine face tattoos. Too unhinged. I want something classier. A rich playboy type. Bat gentleman? Cape. Iron gentleman? Face. 
Aqua gentleman. He is royalty, and it would be a good way to show off my cool sculpting. I have those gutter things on my abs, you know. The muscle that points to you. I am aware, sir. The hair is a bit much, though, and I do not like the way he looks at those fish. Hmm. Lightbulb, I have it, the perfect cosplay, the greatest character in all of space. Badgerine? No. Dare Demon? No. The Penalizer? No. Dr. Peculiar? No, and I said no capes. I'm talking about a real-life famous person. Guapito Manibula? No. Henri Von Dumas? No. Who is that? Shut up. I mean the coolest, smartest, most badass person in space. Ah, space detective Saoirse La Femme. No blasted good guess, though. I am, of course, talking about myself. Cosplay is supposed to portray a recognizable figure, Space Lord. I am recognizable. I am an Instabeam influencer. I am at Sexy Space Lord, inventor of the hashtag Salamander Shake. The what, sir? I'm the wiener dance guy. I am afraid that video is no longer trending, Space Lord. It did not make the jump to the newest favorite hollow media platform, Galactic Talk. No problem. I also have the Salamander Shakedown, a pioneer of new media, something rare and unique requiring vast technical prowess and unmatched talent, something not just anyone can do. I have a podcast. So does your cousin Egbert, sir. Egbert? A podcast? About what? A penicillium candidum. What in the wide world of warp cores is that? A white mold used in the formation of soft cheese rinds. Oh, pish. What does he call this podcast? Rind Hunter. Ugh, a whole podcast. Just Egbert talking about moldy cheese. He does have a co-host, sir. Who? Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> There's no way they have more than a dozen subscribers. Forty-eight trillion, sir. They are number two on Spacify. But the Salamander Shakedown is number one, right? Sadly, the number one podcast is The Bro Wokephobe Ramble Experience. Fie on fish sticks! What has space come to? What indeed, sir? Who listens to podcasts anyway? The real heroes are out merrymaking right now, enriching downtown space with their physical beauty, intelligence, creativity, good taste, and support for local live events. <laughs> Why just look at our merry band in the corner booth? The lunch goes ever on and on. Who would join me for second elevensies? What say you? Huzzah! Barkeep, I shall have the spoiling nice fish sandwich. Give it to us raw and wriggling. Hold the nasty chips. Talk about living your best life out loud. I will have what they're having, QC. Ready the Space Lord Caesar Salamander cosplay. Which of your outfits shall I recreate, sir? Clearly something in which fans have seen me. I choose this one, the one I'm wearing. Go print an exact replica. <laughs> Pardon my confusion, Space Lord, but why go to the trouble of printing and changing into a facsimile when you could see simply keep wearing that one? 
Well, that would not be much of a cosplay, would it? Besides, it is no trouble at all. You just nip over to the transportation hub, zip through the security screen, skip up the orbital umbilical elevator to the parking satellite, hover around the corkscrew ramp to wherever you park the limo shuttle, print the costume, wind back down the corkscrew, pop down the umbilical, bop through the security, and hop back here before I finish my 7.6 liter skinny stargarita. As simple as it sounds, I cannot execute the task given there is no Matajet printer in the limo shuttle. What happened to it? Your dearest Aunt Berthertrude had it removed, sir. Why in Glob's name would she do that? You used it to carpet bomb her estate grounds with her, uh, with anatomically correct lawn gnomes. <sighs> when will that tyrannical termagant learn to take a joke? Her garden was a total loss. The non-fungible tulip market has yet to recover. I do not know what that is, and I am not going to speculate. I need a cosplay, and it is starting to look like a handmade piece is the way to go. What do we have to work with? There are condiments here at the table, aft dinner mints on the host stand, and the water closet is appointed with old-fashioned bath tissue. What is that? Also known as toilet paper. It is a long roll of bleached and flattened plant cellulose. What is it used for? It is a primitive version of the three seashells. <laughs> Disgusting. Let us collect as much unused bath paper as we can before those adventurers go on an unexpected journey. Yes, sir. Before they drop anything into the volcano. Of course, sir. We must make do before they make doo-doo. Well said, sir. Poopy. Good show, sir. Is it finished, QC? Ha! It is not, sir. The mints and toothpicks seem to be holding, but the bath tissue tears each time you strike a pose. Stop complaining and stitch, Vera Whinge. Ha! I need to practice my hero's crouch for when the hollow cameras start flashing. I fail to understand the mechanics of the so-called hero's crouch, sir. Ha! You fail at many things, my adult-pated assistant. The hero's crouch is the perfect stance. A deep squat prepares one to spring into action. One leg stretched out to the side for stability. Eyes forward with a steely gaze to let everyone know you mean business. And one hand planted firmly on the ground because the leg out to the side thing does not actually help much with stability. Ha! I see. I may have found a solution, sir. I have moistened the paper with mustard, and it seems to be sticking to your skin. Hopefully it will remain there when dry. Several more layers should provide adequate coverage to prevent another infraction. Are you certain you wish to once again roll Navy SEAL? I need airflow edge test and freedom of movement. Undergarments only slow me down. I must warn you, sir, a papier-mâché suit is not particularly breathable nor flexible. It looks cool, though, right? Like something badass I would wear? You are wearing it, so I suppose it looks exactly like something you would wear. That is... one thing. Yes. Is the toilet paper holding? Yes, sir, but there is some clothing stuck to your shoe. Good looking out, old beam. Now, let us subsquatulate. I think I hear the fellowship of the onion rings coming this way. Behold, fellow cosplayers, a wild salamander has appeared. QC, why is no one gawking? Did I end up in the invisibility cloak again? No, sir. I believe they are distracted by the free blinky light space PD lanyards being distributed by Detective Lefebvre. She is here? 
That is fantastic, for she will finally see how superlative a hero I am. I do not see her. What is she wearing? A cat suit, sir. A cat suit? Très sexy. Still not seeing her. What color is the cat suit? Is it shiny? It is orange tabby, sir. Covered in fur. Hmm. Still having trouble locating that pulchritudinous police person. Tell me, QC, does it hug her shapely curves? What do you suppose are her dimensions? The cat suit is pear-shaped, 2.7 meters tall, 6.9 meters in circumference at its widest point, and features a 1.8 meter long tail. Protruding from each cheek are six 28 centimeter long whiskers, affixed to the head is a 13 centimeter tall space tea Space PD regulation uniform hat. The paws Stop. I don't want to rip my cosplay. (laughs) Point taken, sir. Best be careful. Perhaps we should take in some of the other sites and... Space Lord, where have you gone? Detective Lefemme, how goes you are do? I I mean, how do you go are... How's it going? Oh, you senor slam dancer... I didn't recognize your costume. Uh, Nice, um, garbage mummy? (laughs) Such a joy to bask in your raillery once more. I see you are also a talented cosplayer, or perhaps you are undercover. I wish. It was my turn to put on this sweaty mascot suit and hand out safety awareness lanyards. Actually, it was Detective Boson's turn, but he conveniently got 24-hour space madness. So, I get to be Mickey Meow, the crime cat. From the commercials! Let's lick space crime! I loved those commercials. I didn't know that was you. It wasn't? Uh, Those commercials are like 340 years old. I'm just doing this today. It's mandatory. Well, if you're not undercover, perhaps you would like to be under my covers? Of my bed? Are you hitting on me? Only if you want me to be? Then you're not hitting on me. Hey, while you're here, could you get me an autograph? It's hard to hold a pen with these paws on. But of course, where do you want me to sign? Uh, You see that guy over there in the aqua gentleman costume? The one with rippling muscles and a film-perfect costume hovering around in a giant tank filled with real fish that he appears to be controlling with his mind? Yeah, him. I want his autograph. He has won best cosplay four orbits in a row. I don't see why. He's clearly phoning it in. I'll be right back. QC, I need to step up my cosplay game. Let's light this candle. What did you have in mind, sir? Original member of the Fabulous Five, Jimmy Squall, a.k.a. the Gentleman Torch. How do you plan to simulate the flame, Space Lord? Do you not have a holographic display integrated clothing emitter? I do not even have... Very well, we shall go practical. These rags should be flammable enough. Come on, baby, light my fire. Sir, my Asimovian inhibitors prevent me from allowing a sentient being to be harmed. Yet you wound my spirit daily with your igneous immunity. Very well, I shall improvise, as all good cosplayers do. Hand me a pack of fog hills. The vaporettes? They do not work by combustion, sir. True, but when they work wrongly, combustion may result. Remember the class action lawsuit. I I do, sir. Your eyebrows have only just grown back. And the payout was one half credit. Mo credits, mo problems. Ain't nothing but a cosplay, baby. 
orange bottom jeans, boots with the fur. Look around QC to the windows, to the wall. It's getting hot in her, so take off all of your... Ow, 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 oh no, glob, it hurts, it hurts so much. This was a terrible idea, QC. Why did you not stop me? Water, sir, we must find water. The fish tank, aqua gentlemen, brace yourself, I am coming in hot. is better. Thanks for the assist, ocean man. If you would take me by the hand and lead me to the land. Why do you look so upset? I see. I seem to have grilled your fish. Please let me replace them. I know a certain cantina that may have something on hand. Sir, your costume. What of it? Hey! Sick cosplay! The naked dancing idiot in the club from QC, are they talking about me? A am I trending? I believe so, Space Lord. Huzzah! That's my line! For flicks, flax, Sandcaster, could you please put on some globdam pants for once? It's really hard to arrest people with this costume on. But of course, Detective Afem, I would not dare run from the long paw of the law. You may handcuff me at your pleasure and mine. Meow. Just get dressed and I'll let you go with a warning. Your loss. Excuse me? You're the boss. QC? Pants. They were left in the water closet, sir. No, you. Engage trouser mode. I am not equipped with a trouser mode, sir. You have two hands, do you not? Now make like a fig tree and leaf me. <laughs> I should have stayed invisible. Excuse me? Your cosplay is formidable, sir. Fuck yeah. <laughs> If I don't make diamond tonight, I'll die. Final show of at Von Dutch Bros at 4 a.m., I'm gonna be made available to the industry. If I can just hit bedrock on the server, I can show my face at the Zia Records again. One more level, one more boss, or just one more match. When you gotta have it, but dawn is approaching, the never game over chair, gamer chair, is your ultimate weapon. Outside, time will stand still with work and chores on pause. Inside, you're slaying the demon hordes and pump-crouching noobs all night long. All night. From the makers of the Interdimensional Catheter and the never-ending Mountain Doom Bottle, Betatech is proud to say it's game over for the AFK era with the never game over gamer chair. 
The never game over gamer chair may cause premature aging and loss of employment. Also, disconnected chrono chronological disorientation. Please call your doctor if you experience extreme hair growth, muscle decay, or disproportionate hatred for 14-year-olds on the internet. <laughs> Betatech is not responsible for adolescents who purchase alcohol or marijuana under the, the guise of extreme time dilation, aging, and hair growth. Fan fusion. I am Main Course Fruitaloops, leader of the children of Orgulthrek, master of darkness and purveyor of galactic destruction. I have come to grace you with my presence not to proselytize or preach the good word of our heavenly gobbler, no. I stand here today or sit, as one humble person before a crowd of soon-to-be scrumptious people asking you to open your minds, hearts, and stomachs to the void that hungers back. <laughs> I fear you may have heard some falsehoods, not only about myself, but my brethren by one unscrupulous naysayer whose promises are as thin as the marrow in her absent spine. Do you truly believe heroism is as easy as signing your name on a slip of paper and leaping raw and poorly flavored into the great jaws of beyond? The Twin Star Alliance has grown too thin for their britches and are willing to offer, not commit to, whatever it takes to have your seedling souls bleed for their unending cause. Let's say, for instance, that they defeat Orgulthrek. They won't. But what happens afterwards? You think the war is won and Twin Star will be made great again? Not a chance. There's always an enemy. In this case, they have chosen the strongest, hungriest, and dare I say, sexiest galactic destructor. The Alliance wants you to live to their regimented expectations. I want you to thrive. I want you to gorge yourself on your free will and submit your body to the darkness. Should this darkness be wildly toothy with horns all the way out to here? Should this darkness be the current winner of the Hot Boy Villain Award for Best Cape three years running? Should this darkness contain within its rippling, bulging form an afterlife of pure ecstasy for those who tastify themselves for his pleasure? Yes. I make no empty promises like the so-called Captain Failstaff. All I can offer is an end to hunger. You will dine on the finest foods. Ice cream is not one of them. <laughs> Bathe in the finest broths, clothe in the yummiest seasonings. We can bring out flavors in you that you didn't even know you had. We can and will make you the best you can be, all in the name of our savorer, Orgulthrek, my, your, our, master of darkness and purveyor of galactic destruction. Praise be. Now, if you would please stand and join me in the singing of Honey Glazed Hamnel number 69, Devour Me Daddy. Mm -hmm. 
of the Neverad Miscellany. The Neverad Miscellany depends on contributions from listeners like you. Not you, though. Everybody else. <laughs> Show off your fandom by becoming a subscription donor and get truly miscellaneous bonus benefits at neverad.com Patreon. Season finale insurance was written by Kit Keller, featured the voices of Janae Hirsch as the spokes voice, and Rico Machado Torres, Ryan Jenkins, and Fox Williams as the irritated beings. A Gentleman About Space was written by Matt Brayman. It featured the voices of Conrad Mishik as Space Lord Caesar Salamander, inventor of the hashtag SalamanderShake. Fox Williams as QC Edge Test, Rico Machado Torres as Server, Ryan Jenkins as Cosplayer 1, Kit Keller as Cosplayer 2, huzzah, uh, and Brianna Kittle as Detective Saoirse LaFemme. Smack Bars, the most easily cantina theme, was written by Scott Brayman. The Never Game Over Gamer Chair was written by Joe Diaz, featuring the voices of Ryan Jenkins as voice one, Rico Machado Torres as voice two, Janae Hirsch as voice three, Matt Brayman as the announcer, and Joe Diaz as the lawyer speak. Twin Star Recruitment Fan Fusion Edition was written by Brianna Kittle, featuring Ryan Jenkins as Captain Adrian Falstaff, and Brianna Kittle as main course Fruital Oops. Kick Ass for Twin Star was written and performed by Matt Brayman as bad boy country star, Zarth Wormholes. Miscellanists in the field may report their strange and interesting findings at 224-CALL-RAD. That's 224-225-5723. And yes, we do actually check those messages. The Neverad Miscellany is produced and directed by Conrad Mishik, Brianna Kittle, Matt Brayman, and Kit Keller, with credits read by Kit Keller. Expected more clock. Come on. There we go. Neverad Miscellany is proudly produced here in Phoenix, Arizona. Check out neverad.com for future live show information, news, extras, more episodes, contact information, and transcripts. For more hedonistic shenaniganery from Space Lord Caesar Salamander himself, follow at Sexy Space Lord on Twitter. The account is monitored by QC Edge Test. Special thanks to all our Patreon patrons. Series finales, am I right? Go off in the comments. Miscellaneous fact number 42. The first ever mucus con was held in 2714 in Space Anatty and is still going strong. Celebrate your love of all things mucilaginous this year in Philly. 
Umbrellas available upon request.